Duke Johnson was cut by the Texans today, and I cannot possibly be doing an episode about Duke Johnson. Can I? I am not. This is the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Let's talk about it. Ah, you thought I was going to talk about Duke Johnson, didn't you? You thought that I would risk the credibility and reputation of the Cloud Dodgers podcast by dedicating an episode to Duke Johnson? Are you crazy? All right, I probably would do something like that, but I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to do that. He was cut today by the Houston Texans, and it is what made me think about our subject for today, our topic for today, which is David Johnson. David Johnson, if you've been listening to the show for a long time now, if you're a longtime listener of the Cloud Dodgers podcast, you know that I'm a big supporter of David Johnson, that I've been a fan, that I've been I've been pulling for him, even in seasons where, you know, his, his last year in Arizona, when the team was dogging him out and not letting him play and, and, and pushing him to aside for no reason at all. And, you know, Josh and Adam are on here telling me that he's injured and, you know, it's a you know, effects of injury that he's not getting to play. And I said, it's not that, man. They're just icing my boy out. They're just icing him out. That's all there is to it. I was right. Then he got traded to Houston last year for DeAndre Hopkins. That trade did not make sense then. It doesn't make sense now. And it never will make sense 10 years from now. As much as I like David Johnson, that trade doesn't make sense. It doesn't because I like DeAndre Hopkins just as much or more. And it just it didn't make sense. Nothing added up there. But that's besides the point. It's not what today's episode is about. I wanted to, you know, for Friday's episode, kind of break down the David Johnson situation and, and just kind of see, you know, what he did last season, where he's at and kind of look at what we can, you know, what we can imagine for him going forward. Now, I wouldn't say David Johnson is old. Um, he's been in the league for about six years now, I believe. So not old. I think he's still got plenty left in him. The, the question is, is will a team allow him to, you know, prove that, to display that? If we look at last season, he finished 21 at running back in PPR scoring, which is kind of surprising. Uh, when you look at the names around him, above him, you have names like uh, DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, Ronald Jones. Below him, you have names like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders, and J.K. Dobbins. So a big thing that stands out here, if you're looking at David Johnson's numbers, is he only started 12 games last season. Um, you know, those are due to injury and everything that, he, that that happened. And David Johnson hasn't had many seasons where, you know, he started all 16 games. It's, but I think he's had two of them maybe where he started all 16. So he's had some, you know, injury issues here and there. But I'm not, I'm not going to get into the injury side of things because we can't really predict that. What I will say is, when you think about the fact that he only played in 12 games and still finished 21 around those guys who also, if you look at their game started also played, you know, 14, 13, 12, you know, games. So there's a little theme in that area, in that area of running back uh, that set that, that 18 to 23 range, you know, 
Um, they, 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 they played a similar, you know, area of games, whether it was due to injury, whether it was due to being, you know, benched for a starter, whether it was being, you know, a, a vet taking, you know, more of the starts and the, and the game over them. It depends on many things. Right. Um, but it's an interesting spot because it's not really that bad. And when you look at David Johnson's numbers last year, he had almost 700 rushing yards. He had six rushing touchdowns. He had over 300 receiving yards, another two receiving touchdowns. So eight touchdowns total and over a thousand yards all purpose. Right. So is that what, you know, is that what we really want out of him? Is that like, you know, prime David Johnson? No, (laughs) Uh, David Johnson has had, you know, really great years. Actually, if you look back to the only two seasons where he played all 16 games, uh, for Arizona, the one year he went absolutely, you know, nuts, right? Over 1,200 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns, um, almost 1,000 receiving yards, like almost 900, and then four touchdowns. That's crazy. Then in 2018, he played 16 games. He had almost 1,000 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, um, almost 500 receiving yards, and three touchdowns. Not bad. Not bad, right? So, I mean, if, if you say to me, hey, a healthy – David Johnson could put up close to a thousand rushing yards and could, you know, do the 400 receiving yards with two or three touchdowns. I love it. I actually do love it. It's there because you've seen him do it more than once. He wasn't crazy off last year i mean those receiving numbers were were pretty pretty decent he didn't have a lot he didn't have a lot of receptions like compared to past seasons where those those big years he had he had 80 and 50 um he only had 33 receptions last year so it was kind of you know that 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 was a bigger difference um in in comparison and obviously the the totals are different because he didn't play 16 games but um the the thing the thing with dj here is what's happening with his team right like Deshaun Watson is trying to leave. It seems like he's going to leave. Like it doesn't seem like he's going to stick around <laughs> to find out how this how this plays out. There's a lot of new things happening there in Houston, and you have to wonder like, are they going to keep David Johnson? He's going to have to take a pay cut, no question, if he wants to stay. And you you, you know you got to figure is he going to stay? If he doesn't stay in Houston, it might be the worst thing for him. If he leaves, because I don't know if I'm going to be as comfortable in any other position, any other team for him that I feel like that that team is going to give him the reins, like that that team is going to give him all the carries. Um, and I'm not even saying that Houston would because they may draft a young running back or, you know, fi- find some help to say that Duke go. But the situation for the team is just kind of, you know, it's iffy. It's in a weird place. And so this is one that you're going to want to wait and see on how this plays out. But before then, this is your window. If you want to acquire David Johnson, now would be it. Because if you wait too long, the situation might get really good for him. Or he could get traded. And when he gets traded, it doesn't matter whether the situation is better or not. People, Some people will still be more excited about it because it's something happening. You know, it's fresh. David got, they wouldn't have traded for David Johnson if they weren't going to use him. Da, 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 da. You know, so people get excited about it. So whenever there's movement and news, people get excited. So you're going to, you know, the price is typically going to go up unless it's to a way worse situation, um, which is possible. You know, and that's the beauty of fantasy football and, 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 and life. 
you're playing with this balance. So if, if, if we're just looking on the surface, I am a David Johnson fan again this season. I'm a buyer of David Johnson going into this season on my teams. I will try to acquire him again uh, because I think he's got a safe floor. I think I think that's what it is. The ceiling is pretty good, you know, depending on the amount of opportunity and workload he gets. But if he doesn't get it, I still like the floor. Like, I still like putting him in my lineup every week. I don't mind it. He, he He's better than a lot of options. And like I say, when you when you look at where he finished last year, in a year that you would say, hey, man, this was underwhelming. This is underwhelming. This is an underwhelming season by all accounts. He only played 12 games. The team was terrible. I mean, you know, if, if he can be almost top 20 in a, in a down year for a team, as long as they continue to give him workload and he stays healthy, he should stay in that range or better. I mean, if you look at it, he had almost 180 points last year. No one had 200 points until like number 13, Antonio Gibson. So between 14 and where David Johnson was at, the difference wasn't much. And if he played 15 games, 16 games, he would have been up there. He would have easily have been up there. So if you ask me, hey, is a healthy David Johnson a top 15 back? Yes, he is. He is. There's no question about it. He is a top 15 back when healthy. But if you can buy him right now as a outside of the top 20 running back, or even less because someone doesn't believe in him at all at this point. They think he's old. They think he's, it's over. They think Houston's not in a great place right now. They're going to lose to Sean Watson. If you if you want to sell me at that price, come on, bro. This is a buy. This is where you get in and buy. <laughs> this is where you jump in this spot and take advantage of something. It never hurts to have a guy like David Johnson on your team. It's not. This is who you, These are the guys you bet on. These are the risks and the shots you take. This is one of them. While people are making other bad decisions, these are the good decisions. These are the calculated risks that you take on a player. And you go, you know what? If I can get him for the right price right now, he's totally worth the investment. And especially, man, we have to understand, again, I I, I like to talk about the mentality of fantasy players and the culture of fantasy players. It's no different than stocks. It's no different than sports cards. It's no different than NBA Top Shot. It's no different than any of that stuff. We are a culture of people who move fast, who are whatever is the latest and greatest, we want a part of that. Whatever is the exciting buzzword, we want it. David Johnson is not a buzzword. (laughs) David Johnson is not exciting to people. To to many people, his time has come and gone. When you you look at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. Those names, way better than David Johnson's name right now. They hold much more value to people. I mean, obviously, in Dynasty, it legitimately makes sense, <laughs> right? And all of their value should go up. I mean, I, I mean, not value, their performance, I would I would hope, you know, improves next season. Um, but there's names that, you know, are in that area that I feel like David Johnson's floor is better than them or just as good as them. And his ceiling is is, is is at a good place. So, yes, let's wrap this episode up. Duke Johnson's gone. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't care. But David Johnson, I still like. So I will continue to ride on this David Johnson train. 
all aboard. I'm, I'm with it. So if you're a David Johnson supporter, I see you, my brother. I'm with you on this train to take <laughs> this to the top. I will continue to, to, to you know, to, to be a, to be a fan and supporter. Again, I'm not being delusional about this. I'm not being delusional. I'm not going to say, oh, David Johnson's top five running back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that. But David Johnson is a top 15 running back. He really is. If he's healthy, he's a top 15 running back. Facts. No question about it. Could he go higher than that? There's, it's potentially possible, man. We'll see what happens in Houston. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I believe David Johnson is in for a better season just off of games played next year. If it happens, there's always a chance of injury. I can't predict it. And there's always a chance that his his situation changes altogether. But as long as Houston stays believing in him, which I will, I think they will. Because they traded for him, they traded DeAndre Hopkins. They're not going to just want to let this, you know, they're not going to just want to be a one and done type of thing, I don't believe. So I feel confident that he'll stay in Houston next year. I feel confident that he'll get the workload next year. I feel confident that he'll be hopefully healthy next year. And if all of those things play out, then for me, David Johnson is a top 15 running back. That's all I have for you today, guys. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Other than that, as always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.